Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Kids' Corner. And I have a feeling that Mr. Jacobs' radio is going to be switched on. And we'll all get to join our friends on the Kids' Corner. There's sure to be programs, songs, and tons of fun. So get ready. There's no telling what kinds of adventure and lessons are in store on this week's Kids' Corner. Well, here we go. I'm not reading any life signs. Air's breathable, though. Confirmed. Away team to mothership. We have made landfall. No hostiles detected. Beginning our sweep. That's a solid copy, away team. Let us know if you need any help. Jacob's out. Copy. Have you seen anything like this, Rachel? Only in the holotapes. What do you think it is? A ring of pillars surrounding an open circle of stone. Would you say 100 meters? At least. I'm not picking up any chemical readings. It doesn't seem to be a landing platform. That's what they said about Baalbek. One thing's for sure, this is definitely not a natural formation. Touché. Let's take a closer look. Engaging anti-static systems. Static removed. You are now clear to proceed. Looks like obsidian? That's consistent with my readings. Take a look at these carvings. Writing, perhaps? Why ask me? I didn't write them. You are the linguistic officer, Flora. True, but I've never seen anything like this. Maybe the ship's computer can make sense of it? Good idea. Let me take some pictures for the analysis. Away team to mothership. Come in. Jacob's here. Did you find something? That's affirmative. We have discovered what could be ancient writing at the site. Flora can't translate it, so we figured we'd beam it up for the computer to analyze. Sounds good. Ready to upload on your mark. Uploading now. Computer, decipher these markings if you please. Understood. Analyzing. Error. Unknown. Origin of input. Possible. Corruption. Detected. Abort. Retry. Fail. Hmm. That can't be good. What? What happened? The screen. It just turned blue for some reason. Let me try this again. Retry. Error. Possible. Corruption. Detected. Hmm. This could be a problem. I'm going to have to reboot the system. Are you two going to be okay while we do that? That's fine. We'll listen to the radio while we wait. Have you found the problem yet, Mr. Jacobs? Don't bother him, Flora. He's concentrating. <laughs> it's all right, Rachel. I don't see anything wrong down here. I guess the next step is to open her up and see if there's anything damaged on the inside. And what would that look like? Hard to tell. It's been a long time since I've done any serious computer repair, and technology has come a long way since I built this old thing. Uh, hey Lionel, you wanted me to come over? <laughs> thanks for coming, Brian. Yeah, it's Old Faithful here. It must have installed an update over the new year, and it's not agreeing with my hardware or something like that. Oh yeah, I'll take a look. Have you tried turning it off and then back on again? A couple times. Nothing. Okay, well that's the obvious question out of the way. Let's see what we've got here. Will you need my help? Nah, I'm all set for now, but I'll let you know if something comes up. All right, so what brings you girls over? Rachel's been having a bit of a problem with her New Year's resolution. A resolution, huh? Yeah, you know, when people make changes because it's a new year. <laughs> I see. And what was your resolution this year? I wanted to read the whole Bible. Oh, that's a big one. But that's not all. She wants to read it all in one year. Is that even possible? I think so. My pastor was talking about people who have done it before. Yeah, but those are grown-ups. Of course they can do it. I wouldn't say that it's only possible for grown-ups, Flora. 
Lots of kids have read the Bible through in a year. That's what I thought too. But after a whole week, I'm running into some problems. Distractions becoming a problem? Not exactly. I got to Genesis 5. <laughs> I see. Why? What's Genesis 5? A lot of names. Like, a lot of them. Those can be difficult to get through. Is that where you stopped? No, I kept going. I learned about Noah and the Ark, like we learned about last year. And then I got to chapter 10. What happened there? More names. Then chapter 11, a short story. Then more names. <laughs> that sounds about right. I don't know what you think is so funny. I'm trying to learn from God by reading his book. And all I'm getting is stories mixed with someone's family tree. How am I supposed to learn what God wants me to do if his instructions are so hard to read? I'm sorry. I just was understanding where you were coming from. And I think I can help explain. You see, when it comes to the Bible... Uh, hey, I, I think I found something, Lionel. Uh, got a second? Not right now, Mr. Brian. Mr. Jacobs is explaining something. Don't worry, Flora. I'll be right back. But you can't just leave us hanging like that. Come on, Flora. Let's listen to the radio. He won't be long. Fine. Oh yeah, there's going to be a little bit of lag for a bit on your internet connection until we get this new part, but the system should be good to go otherwise. Great. Thank you so much, Brian. Oh, no problem. So, I'm sure I pulled you away from a pretty intense discussion. Yeah, Mr. Jacobs was going to explain why the Bible is so hard to understand sometimes. Oh, that's a big topic. I've been there. You? But you're a grown-up. How can you have the same questions as us kids? Oh, it happens, Rachel. We don't have everything figured out. In fact, between you and me, we don't have most of it figured out. Yeah, yeah. So how about that explanation, Mr. Jacobs? Right. Where to begin? I think the best place to start is to say that every part of the Bible is there for a reason. Even the verses that may seem confusing or pointless have been recorded and kept for thousands of years because God wanted mankind to know what he has to say. And all of it is still useful, like it says in 2 Timothy 3.16. Okay, but we need examples. Like, why are all these names important? To answer that, we need to pay attention to whom Genesis was written to. Us? And now it is, but before God used it to talk to us, he used it to talk to his people, the Hebrews. The book gives his people a look at where they came from in history, tracing all the way back, generations after generations. To every Hebrew person, these records made it clear that they were part of God's plan and that they belonged. Okay, but why is that important for us today? Yeah, how is this still useful like Mr. Brian was talking about? Because these lists of names don't just stop in Genesis. They can be found all through the Bible, and one list in Matthew 1 leads up to one very important person. Wait, I know this. The beginning of Matthew talks about Christmas. Jesus? Very good, Flora, yes! This list proves that Jesus was a real person with a real family, and when we believe in him, we become part of that list with him. Like it says in Romans 8.29 and Hebrews 2.11. That's really kind of cool. Yeah, it is. There are other parts of the Bible that are confusing that I'm sure that we will talk about someday. But the main thing to remember is everything God says in his word is true. He didn't change anything to make people look better than they really were. The Bible tells it like it was, 
and like it is. Sure, but it's still hard for us kids to understand. Is there any way to making it any easier? There is, and I might have a script about it. I'll be right back. And now from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the wonderful drama, Philip's New Friend, a biblical story from Acts 8 about reading the Bible. Back in Bible times, after Jesus had gone back to heaven, there was a man named Philip. Hello there. I'm one of the 12, I mean, 11 disciples. Before Jesus left, he told us that we needed to go throughout the world teaching everyone about him. One day, an angel came with a message from God. Greetings, Philip. Oh, hey, how's it going? Not too bad. God's doing some crazy stuff here on Earth. Yeah, did you have a message for me? Oh, right. Go south from here to the road. Road? Well, there's lots of those. Can you be a little... <sighs> the one that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. Oh, that one. What do you need me to do there? Hello? And so Philip headed out. As he walked, a chariot rolled by. In it, he saw a man reading a scroll and looking really confused. He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. What? Follow that chariot and don't let it get away. But, uh, okay. Like a lamb, he was led to the slaughter, and as a lamb, before its shearer, silent. Hey, good morning. I couldn't help hearing you reading the Bible and noticing that you look confused. Do you understand what you're... You're reading? How can I understand if I don't have anyone to explain it to me? Uh, well, I, I can teach you uh, if, if you want. Sure, that would be great. Could you, uh... Oh, right. Whoa there. Uh, Climb on up and ride with me. Oh, thanks. So you're looking at Isaiah 53, right? Yeah, I don't get what this prophet is talking about. Is it him? Is it someone else? Oh, it's someone else. Someone more powerful than any prophet. I know him personally. Really? Well, tell me all about him. And so, Philip told this man all about Jesus. How he came to Earth, taught us how to live, died, and rose again. That's amazing. I want to follow Jesus, too. There's water over there. Why don't I get baptized? Sure, let's do it. The lesson is that the Bible isn't always easy for people to understand. And that's why God sends us teachers who can help us out. Pastors, parents, and even friends can help show what God is teaching us. So when you don't know what it all means, take time to ask. That way, when someone else asks you to explain what the Bible means, you can help them too. Well, it looks like your computer is running well for now, Lionel. Let me know if you need help with it later. Uh, my schedule's pretty open all day. I'll do that. Thanks, Brian. Mr. Jacobs, I have a question. Okay, Flora. Does it have something to do with understanding the Bible? Yeah. The end of the drama script about Philip said that the way God helps us understand the Bible is other people teaching us. But what about people who don't have those other people? How do they learn? Oh, come on. Everybody can have somebody to teach them. Look at the story. God sent Philip to meet that guy in the chariot. Case closed. As nice as that would be, Rachel, Philip's story was an example for us to go teach others. Not necessarily a guarantee that everyone will be sent their own personal missionary. Oh. Brian's right. So to answer your question, Flora, there are a few ways that people can learn what the Bible means when there is no one there to teach them. Like what? Well, for starters, there are study Bibles. 
These Bibles have notes that Bible experts and pastors have written to help explain each passage in detail. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I find it a little distracting, but I know for some people it really helps them a lot. Other things God uses are podcasts, videos, and radio programs that help explain the Bible to those who don't have teachers with them. Radio programs? Like the ones we listen to in your garage? I guess that makes sense. They do explain the Bible in a way that makes sense to us kids. And not just kids, sometimes us grown-ups learn from them as well. I'm glad to hear it. One last thing I just thought of is the Bible actually helps explain itself. Whoa, Bible suction? Huh? Forget it. Movie reference. <laughs> there are many places where God, prophets, or teachers say something in the Bible, and then later we have them or another teacher explaining what that earlier part meant. Okay, like where? Acts 8. Oh, right. The story we just acted out. Where else then? Mark 4, 2 Samuel 12, Daniel 5, Genesis 41, lots of places. Okay, so I don't feel so bad knowing that everyone needs help understanding the Bible. Even you, Mr. Jacobs? Especially me. We never stop learning. And I'm just happy that I have the chance to share what I learn with you kids. Anytime. Thanks, Rachel. Well, I'd better head out. Uh, call me if there's another problem. Thanks again, Brian. We should go too. See you soon. Bye, girls. Uh, Want to turn off the radio before you go? Not it. <sighs> Fine. Fine.